The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Are we on the air? You're listening to WJMSRadio.com. Jam. This chick is a sick individual. You're tuned in to Sound Off with your girl Jams right here on WJMSRadio.com. There is no competition. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Sound Off right here on WJMS Radio. This is your girl, Jams. So happy to be back with you guys. It's been a while since I've been uh, on air with you folks and and bringing you some awesome content, but I am here, I am back, and I am ready to go. There's been some awesome updates and things with the station going on, Uh, lots of new content, lots of new programs and things like that, promotions happening. Um, So make sure you're checking out our social media. We're at WJMS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. You can also follow the show page. We are at WJMS Sound Off on Facebook. That's where you can find out all the information about past guests, present guests, and what's going on with the future of the show. Um, you can also check us out on YouTube. There's a little bit of video content on there as well, uh, Fashionably Late and some other things that we're hosting on the side. So make sure you check that out. It's again at WJMS Radio. Shout out to the folks behind the scenes that helped make Sound Off and WJMS possible. Thank you guys for all your support and your hard work. Shout out to the sponsors uh, for sponsoring different content and different segments of the station and showing your support of local businesses and local podcasts and things like that. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, so, folks, if you want to get in touch with me during the show or you know after the show, things like that, social media is your best bet. So make sure you check out that. I will give that again at the end of the show. But I have a very good episode for you guys. I'm really, really, really excited to bring this lady to, to the uh, air with me. If you aren't aware or you've been under a rock, we've been promoting heavily that we're going to be the official media partner for the Action Against Bullying event happening December 8th right here in New York City. Very, very excited. This is for an amazing cause, and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what the show is going to be about and just being there and being around people that have the same sort of sentiment about what's going on and the same willingness to help change things that are happening. So my special guest for today is Dr. Sarah Rishi. She is the founder and president of Action Against Bullying. It's an organization that specializes in training teachers and guidance counselors, providing support to parents, young people, and the community. And what makes them more unique from other organizations is that they have specialized academic and practical knowledge from examining bullying, not just from an educational uh, from an educational psychological perspective, but from a socioeconomic angle. So this program and this organization is really doing wonders. It's actually partnered with uh, another organization, which is doing even bigger things, which is great. So they're partnered with, uh, I believe the company is called uh, Bullying Intervention Group, aka BIG for short. And they're a nonprofit organization over in the UK that allows for schools to achieve a special award for best bullying prevention. So it's kind of like giving uh, schools and a heads up and a, a, a an acknowledgement for doing the right thing and for, you know, doing amazing things in terms of bullying. Um, and Dr. Karishi earned her PhD in sociology and criminology from the UK in 2011, uh, based on exploring and examining the perceptions of bullying and racist bullying, and particularly how it's manifested around the school environment. Uh, in 20, uh, 2015, she developed this partnership with BIG, which is great. They're the, the largest anti-bullying organization in the UK. She's presented her work at several conferences in the United States and in the United Kingdom. She's lectured. She's published several articles. She's written four courses. 
She's got 15 years of academic experience and over nine years as a consultant and a practitioner. This woman is doing wonderful, wonderful things, and I'm so excited to welcome her to the show. So, Dr. Karishi, welcome, and how are you doing today? Thank you so much, Jamie. I'm doing keeping very well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm excited because, you know, it's it's always good to do these kinds of sort of promotional and get to know you things before the, the event happens so that people can kind of have a little bit of an understanding and an expectation of what to expect when they come to the event. So I'm really excited to kind of get to the, the foundation of why this event is happening and sort of where it all came about. So can you tell me, I guess, what was the spark? Because you have a very, very long and and distinguished career in bullying and prevention of bullying and things like that. So what was the spark in your life that really made you go down this path and made you focus on bullying as a, as a career? Well, thank you very much. Well, really, I would say the stepping stone, the foundation really was my PhD. Um, I did that the research and the actual fieldwork research back in the UK, um, a small town city called Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Uh, that's where I studied at the November University. And I was very lucky enough to be able to get access um, over the course of my the tenure of my PhD, I had uh, done a number of conference presentations, published articles, and also I've published uh, three books as well. Mm-hmm. I had my research converted into a book, and I've got two editions, and I've got a third book that's just been published this year. Really, Jamie, um, honestly, the, the PhD itself was one of the hardest things I can do, but I just got so heavily involved with, you know, it just it just erupted all of my passion, every emotion. Because bullying is something that um, it is pervasive in all aspects of society, and I think the whole social media content, from articles to, you know, there was a, there was an, an incident on Big Bully, uh, the Big Brother in the UK, where there was this top Indian actress who was in the Big Bully, um, the Big Brother house, and she was subjected to racist bullying on the show. It became a huge, huge oh, international affair, wow. uh, and it was right at the time when I was just in the early formation of my PhD. And I understood that this is something that is pretty complex and it's very important. And I really wanted to, more than going to further academia, yes, conference presentations, presentations, I really wanted to be a more of a practitioner consultation based and be able to just take this further. And when I moved back to the York, New Jersey, I spent the first year applying to different organizations. I actually had my eyes on one organization, which I won't mention in the actually in the city, but it was so hard just trying to work with different organizations, getting that position, a job. And it's, it's something that I just could not let it drop. I mean, a lot of people say, well, why don't you go into just search or to something completely different? And honestly, what it's become, it's, when you do a PhD, it literally becomes part of your breath. <laughs> and it's, it's, such, it's such a hard topic. Yeah. I was a victim of bullying. Well, I would say more racial prejudice growing up in primary school. I have friends. I have dealt with people who've uh, been a victim of abuse from domestic violence relationships, workplace bullying, everything. It was something so important I could drop. So then, you know, after I would say two years of, you know, real frustration, just not really getting anywhere, I did start teaching at university. I was teaching sociology mm-hmm. um, as a physical fitness professor. I'm teaching over at New Jersey City University. And I will go back to later about my third book. Then it was, you know, a lot of people said, well, why don't you develop your own program? I really didn't understand what to do. All I know, I just had so much knowledge. I could, I could literally help prevent bullying from talking about cyberbullying to, to what is bullying. I mean, my, my book is about almost 400 pages long. You know, yeah. <laughs> the research took you know, six, seven years long, believe me. I know it was across the multidisciplinary as well. So I just had so much burning inside of it. It's too important just to drop like that. So then I decided to... Um, I developed a few modules, and over a period of time, I realized that it's something that doesn't really 
Excel world. So I decided to do more about workshops, presentations, and then in 2014, I, I started developing the website. Action Against Bullying had formed really 2013-14, but it is actually getting to operation. It wasn't legalized until 2015. Yeah. And then I started taking forward marketing. I did a number of conference presentations from uh, DC through to, I was at a big, the International Bullying Prevention um, uh, Association, a big, big anti-bullying uh, conference in um, Denver. And I just, you know, I learned so much more through how other people's experiences. I met a lot of different organizations. So really, it was the fact that I couldn't get a job working with an organization. So I thought, why not start on my own? <laughs> and because, because my background is actually sociology and criminology, yeah. and most of the bullying research is actually psychology, educational psychology. So this is where I'm saying my background is very unique. I could talk about the theory of bullying, why it happens, why young people, people interact in such a way because of the actual social and ethnic and you know economical um, you know, environment whereas most of the research on bullying just talks about the psychological aspects from the perpetrator to the yeah. victim you know so I this is where you know action against bullying is different to an organization because you really take every um, aspect into account as I've been doing presentations in schools or working with the community I've realized that Every school, every, every situation has a different problem, I would say, of bullying, whether it's more social, um, cyberbullying, or more indirect, or it's more physical, aggressive. It's so much developed, you know, it depends upon what their social and economic environment is made upon. And that's essentially how I actually got my PhD, looking at the social and economic environment, as well as the psychological perspectives merging together, and where there was young people's views of victims of bullying as, as opposed to victims of racist bullying. Yeah. That it, it's built as even down to today's date, and uh, you know, even with looking into politics and you know how that's changed people's perceptions, it's something that came. So the spark really came from moving back to the U.S. and not getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's kind of all of our stories is you know going to school and getting your your yeah. degree and then not being able to find a job and you're like okay now I'll make my own. That's kind I, of like I know. yeah, that's totally the American you know. <laughs> sort of perspective nowadays. It's like, if I can't that find a job, I'm going to make one. <laughs> Absolutely. That was the start. You know, I spoke to a number of people and I, I got some good advice, but I got some very misguided information. Oh, yeah. But I got every qualification that's done. I'm DASA certified, which is the dignity for all students. New York-based, New Jersey, they don't really have any qualifications, but I wanted to make sure that I was well-versed in knowledge in whichever area I'm going into. But essentially, the principles of bullying and you know, how to go about you know, resolving it are pretty much the same. So you hit on a couple of good things that I want to bring it back to a little bit. And, you know, thank you for so much for giving us the background on the spark because you really brought up some great topics. And the first thing I want to mention is this this idea of cyberbullying, because, you know, and I, I say this with a grain of salt, I guess, because I am still semi young in some ways. Um, but when I was younger, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bullying was something that happened sort of at school or at a certain location. And then once you left that location and you went home, that was kind of the end of it. You know what I mean? Like you got bullied in school and then you got home and everything was fine. But now with the invent of social media and the internet and how everything has sort of become so interconnected, there's been this this transition and this shift from bullying being a very localized sort of one place in school, this is where it's happening type of situation to a you can't get away from it type situation where if you're being bullied in school, it then bleeds into the internet because now people are making profiles about you. They're making statuses and pictures and memes. And it becomes this sort of 
there used to be almost like an escape, if you will, like, you know, when you didn't want to go to school because you were getting bullying, getting bullied. Now it's like you can't really go anywhere to hide from it because it's online and it's in school. So as an educator, I guess I'll say, and as a, a professional in this this industry, how has your perspective with Action Against Bullying sort of changed and evolved as bullying and as the ways of bullying have evolved? Like, what have you guys done to sort of keep with the times um, in terms of staying relevant in terms of bullying research and stuff like that with how it's it's moving and ex- escalating so quickly with how it's changing? So how have you guys changed along with it? Well, in all honesty, Jamie, um, yes, cyberbullying, I would say, is the more glamorous form of bullying because of the way that different natures, it's, it's more about how we work about it is informing it of the, all the different ways that cyberbullying has been exposed to the different types of apps that young people use. A lot of, um, I create awareness awareness through my quarterly newsletters mm-hmm. as well as my presentations, but I want to highlight that cyberbullying is as... It's as much prevalent um, as the traditional bullying. You know, it's not that cyberbullying is, is happening more than the traditional verbal, indirect physical bullying. It's exactly the same. Yeah. But where we have evolved, it really essentially is through research, uh, how we work with the communities, how we can help them to develop um, more of a communication between young people with adults. Essentially, the biggest problem with bullying, well, regardless of the nature of it, it's how that victim reacts. Whether do they talk to anybody or do they keep it to themselves? The biggest problem with uh, with bullying worldwide is the fact that it's still highly, highly, you know, underreported. Yeah. Actually, against bullying, um, our uh, resource on the actual website, we have a resource section where I have published articles. I have a website with different uh, hotline address. I have the bullying intervention group, and over the last two to three years, I've just been blessed that I've had a number of different organisations. I'm spanning from Colorado. To Glasgow in the UK, well, England, you know, doing interviews with me, sharing their material, all these different apps that they've created to help both the parents to be able to try and support their children, and even to the point where they create this app and their children do not know that the parents are basically monitoring their social media interactions with them. Uh, you know, activity. Oh, wow. So it's really that kind of way of um, creating a safe environment. Now, yes, I do agree that uh, with cyberbullying, where it's starting up with text, and then you know, you, you half the times you don't know who it is, or then it's a it's a chat chat um, conversation sent. You having snapshots of horrible things said about you. Websites. The biggest thing that a young person or even an adult can do is talk about it. Get the support. Do not keep it to yourself, because this is something that just loads up and it affects you yeah. from the health through to your eating habits through to your grades through to everything. It's something that is the worst thing about cyberbullying is the fact it's constantly niggling at you and you're right. You you can't escape from it. So to talk about it is so important to try and get the correct help. But the beautiful thing with young people is that we can get the authorities involved and I have I, I can give an example. I was actually on a webinar with the um, Pace University. That's in, uh, I believe, Minnesota. They have their own big, huge anti-bullying organization. And one of the pioneers of bullying prevention is uh, actually given his work there. So this was a webinar about parents trying to support their children against different bullying aspects. And there was a lady on there who really was crying out for help about mm-hmm. her young son who had been bullied pretty violently violently from third grade to sixth grade because of a video that was posted on YouTube. He was singing, he, he made a recording singing Eye of the Tiger when he was in third grade and it was all the vicious comments that was put underneath and yeah. while YouTube 
got rid of the comments simply with not taking the video down because of something harassment in the video. And it, and she was to basically, um, she was trying to call us for help, and then she actually approached me afterwards because I, I said, why do we get in touch with so and so, so and so? She found my details, got in touch with on, on emailed me. But then over a period of three days, I said, okay, have you gone in touch with the school counselor? Please, blah, blah, blah. She felt so helpless, Jamie, that it, and it was just so bad that it was awful to know what her son had been going through. Yeah. By the, the third or fourth day of the Friday, uh, she got to Dr. Gray, she won't believe this, but I did. I went back into school, the school counselor got onto it, did this, this, this. And after three years, the YouTube, they actually took the video down. Jeez. Three years, yeah. Though. Three years, and she said, "I it's because I was giving a constant uh, advice, consultation. It was a hope. So it's it's these kind of things that you know what we need to really understand that we cannot deal with these kind of social problems alone as a victim. And don't forget that bullying is not just affects the victim; it affects the entire family, the whole community, especially if it ends up something as horrible as a child, young child taking their own life, or either teenager or an adult. It affects the entire family. So." Where we work with, with people evolving is definitely understanding those natures and what's more popular, like sexting, as you know, in, in teenager relationships where young girls are pressurized into either sending naked pictures of themselves yeah. to the boyfriend or pushed into bullying, you know, to having sex before they really feel like it or, you know, or anal sex, which is apparently becoming quite a popular thing in, in high schools. Um, great awareness. And, yeah, I know. I, I have to tell you, I've been to some schools and what the councils have been told, telling me it was, it was like, it just blew my mind. Yeah. But um, it, it's, it's about the creation of awareness and through, through the research and through giving the tips about what they can do to basically support themselves. That's how we move with the times. When I have been with schools, I generally like to figure out what is the problem at school because I am an educator and I'm an academic, whatever research, but you really don't know what's going on until you're out there in the field. And I was in a school in Linden, um, I'm going to be going back, and it's a very different kind of bullying nature there. It's more about this communication turns into a, a nasty argument, turns into a fight, which is kind of like a stereotype, but it goes to show that every um, community, every school, every person, it has a different kind of social disease. Yeah. So, actually, against bullying, it's really about empowering them how to, the victims can, can you know, not just feel that they have have to sit back and suffer, how the, the communities can, can get involved, how parents can get involved. It, you know, it's depending on, if I'm talking to an adult who's being harassed at work, then I will empower them in that way. And I will have to tell you, when it comes to adults and cyberbullying, there is very little support, but there is ways of being able to empower themselves, you know, trying to locate the, the offender, trying to get some adults involved, especially if they become on a threat level. But ultimately, it's about not keep it to yourself. Yes. So that is a message that actionable against bullying really does give out. And even on my cards, it's like, you know, where no child you know, is, should be able to suffer in silence. Everybody should be able to work in a safe environment, be happy and safe, go to school in a happy, safe environment, walk down the street, you know, in a happy, safe environment, you know, free from all of this kind of, um, you know, treatment. Yes, definitely. And you know what? That So many different points that you've hit on that we're going to come to. We're going to take our first quick break of the show here. Um, when we come back on the other side, we are going to talk a little bit about this idea of adult bullying, because I feel like it's something that is much less, not necessarily publicized, but much less like, you know, just paid attention to than, than young kid bullying, um, as well as some of the best practices that maybe Action Against Bullying has found or Big, your partnership with Big has found. And also we're going to talk about um, just a little bit of 
you know, how school administrations are responsible and what their level of responsibility should be in terms of intervening on a school level. Um, so we're going to hit that in a little bit more as well as we're going to dive into the December 8th event coming up out here in New York City. So everybody stay tuned. When we come back on the other side of the break, we'll hit that and more. Again, if you want to interact with us, our social media is WJMS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. And we will be right back. Stranger to the dark Hide away, they say Cause we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away, they say No one will love you as you are But I won't let them break me down to dust I know that there's a place for us For we are glorious Wanna cut me down? I'm gonna send the blood, gonna drown them out. I am brave, I am bruised, I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, cause here I come. And I'm marching on to the beat I drum. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me.
Welcome back to Sound Off on WJMS Radio. This is your girl, Jans. If you're just joining us, I have special guest, Dr. Sarah Karishi on the phone with me. She is the founder of the, and the president, actually, of Action Against Bullying, which is a wonderful organization that specializes in training teachers and guidance counselors and providing support to parents and young people in the community about bullying and how to prevent bullying and how to get to the root and the foundation of what's going on. Right before the break, I mentioned that we're going to talk a little bit about school administration and adult bullying, um, as well as some of the best practices. I think we're going to start with uh, your partnership with BIG, which is, I believe it's uh, the Bullying Intervention Group in the United Kingdom. And I want to talk a little bit about how you guys came to partner together and maybe what are some of the best practices that they have found and have acknowledged um, in terms of bullying prevention in these schools and in these areas that are, are having issues. Thank you very much. Well, I have known the main founder of the big, uh, bullying intervention group. Her name is Val McFarlane, a lovely, lovely lady. When I was doing my, my PhD, I did attend a couple of the national conferences, actually, with uh, Anti-Bullying Alliance, and she mm-hmm. was a regional director over in the, in the northeast of England. That's where I live. <laughs> so I actually met at a conference, I was introduced to her, and then I started attending a quarterly meeting. This is more of a political level where the government we went from the Labour to the Conservative, and a lot of the um, political organizations, sorry, the, um, the practical organizations were cut down, the public sector, so that's where the Anti-Bullying Alliance just just went to the local in London. So that's in 2011, so Val decided to come across, uh, she actually founded BIG, which really is developing a course uh, for schools that uh, teachers can be put on, gaining accreditation to go towards the degrees, and schools that actually pass this particular course, which is online, they get what's called the BIG Award, mm-hmm. which is for best practice, and it's been very successful, it's been very popular up and down the country and across certain places in Europe, from France through to Spain through to Wales and across Ireland as well. So I have had a relationship with Val for, for about since 2000 and, oh, 2006, 2007. We got on very well, connected very well. And she reached out to me when I was uh, when I moved back here to, uh, to New Jersey. And she had uh, mentioned if I wanted to try and promote that program. And I said that was a great idea. But actually, guess Billy was also very new. So we did connect, and I basically we did um, the bullying intervention group the uh, the course, making it more applicable to the U.S. audience, especially across schools in New York, New Jersey. I reshuffled it, and I tried to, uh, you know, I've been promoting that in schools across, uh, you know, the U.S. as well. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm their U.S. consultant. It has been, you know, more challenging because it is an organization that isn't as well known as opposed to across the U.K. and. Their courses now, they have moved so, so much further forward. It's not only uh, that teachers get accreditation, but even the, the students who are doing the high school diplomas, so if they go towards um, the, the diplomas there. Now, the results that they've had and what I've been promoting is that because of the depth and level of awareness that schools have when they, are, they put their teachers doing these courses, and it's not just the schools now, it's branch out to workplace bullying, even for any adult who works with children can even do this course level. Okay. It's like it is actually allowing them to realise, you know, that yes, what kind of, you know, things that they can be doing, they actually have to submit their anti bullying policy. And the feedback they've had from surveys done from students of college and students of school, they basically said that they felt really supported. Um it's it's cut down on different aspects of bullying from physical to cyberbullying by fifty percent. So this wow. is a program that worked. I've been invited to the United Federation of Teachers Conference in New York two to three times. I've been on their panel, I've done short presentations, and I've met with a few counselors. And they've said that this is a fantastic program if they can get into schools. 
I've been trying to get it approved with the, the New York City After School Professional Development Program. But the problem is, James, is that the American system is very, very rigid and structured. Yes. It's basically done, it can be done over a period of like five weeks or three months. I did the course myself, it took me like six weeks. But they wanted specific ways, goals, what kind of objectives, and which having time, and this having time. It's like, yeah. I had to redo it several times that I actually put it on hold because it's, it's something I don't for work. But that's just the New York City alone. But any school across the country can actually sign up to the big, to the big course and take it, you know, and actually do it. And they will, it's, it's applicable for three credits. Okay, great. So whilst we have it over here in the U.S., this is something that I, I, I have, you know, kept on the side. And... Um, I also on social media, you know, on the websites there. On my actually gets bullying. I have their profiles. I'm on their profiles. We actually share each other's social media pages. So when there's any events, like every um, actually, interesting enough, this week in the UK is actually um, um, National Anti-Bullying Month uh, week as well. In the UK, in the US, we have it in the whole month of October. In the, in the UK, it's one week in November. So this is National Anti-Bullying Week. So Valid goes on to a national radio, she talks about bullying, so you know, she's quite a, a figurehead, you know, in, in this particular area, and she's had about, over about 20 years, 15 to 20 years of experience of working with schools before she you know, became the di- um, regional director for Anti-Bullying Alliance. So I, I take a lot of information from Babe, and, and likewise, I, I share the, um, a lot of the information, and it helps with some of my material as well. And likewise, you know, I post whatever, for example, any events that I'm doing or any radio interviews I'm doing, I will post on their, their social media pages as well. Okay. So there's that constant communication. But yes, I, as a, um, the US consultant, I'm trying to, you know, franchise basically the program out here in schools, uh, you know, across. It, it can, it's, it's not just limited to schools. I am slotting the schools, but it can be in universities, in institutions, and even in the workplace. Yeah, I was going to ask about maybe the workplace for adults and stuff like that, because I was transitioning a little bit into the adult bullying things. You do see that a lot yeah. at workplaces, you know, people getting bullied at their jobs um, and all. The course that I have, I would have to make some changes for, make it more applicable for the workplace, but it's, they do have um, a number of the uh, you know, consultants working with them and the educators, so it's quite a big team. Okay. You know, in in the UK, but yes, it was something that it would definitely would fare best in the, in the workplace. The problem is here, Jamie, is that there is not much uh, legislation, you know, put into place that really pushes the companies to, um, I would say, acknowledge about bullying or having as much support. They do have HR, and that's yeah. who you would train. But it's not there's not as much strict legislation as opposed to schools. No, not at all. And it can honestly feel like a helpless situation when you're at your job because you're like, this yeah. is this is my paycheck. You know, like, do I go yeah. against the grain and lose a job or do I just stick with, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's definitely yeah. an area that needs more research, needs more legislation, needs more, yeah. you know, attention. Yeah. And this is an area that actually I would like to explore in you know, more detail, you know, later. And in terms of like getting schools and stuff involved, I know you said it's on the back burner right now because of the legislation process behind everything. But if there were schools that were interested in, in maybe looking into it and, and getting in touch with you, why don't you give your contact information or give the website where folks can get involved if they're interested in, in maybe taking part of this big certification? Oh, absolutely. Uh, they can get they, they can contact me, uh, reach out to my website. It's www.actionaction, against A-G-A-I-N-S-T, bullying, B-U-L-L-Y-N-G.org. So www.actionagainstbullying.org. I can be emailed at 
Sarah, S-A-I-R-A-H, at actionagainstbullying.org. So these are two ways they can reach me. Follow me on Twitter, which is at Dr. Syra Qureshi, and Facebook, Syra, um, you know, Action Against Bullying. And also I'm available on LinkedIn, but it's really uh, the Twitter and the Facebook where um, you know, directly follow me um, on Action Against Bullying, and that's my email address. <coughs> but all of the icons and everything is on the website. Okay. And I can, I can, you know, especially with schools, if they want to do the certification, which is, which is ready, it's, it's an online course, and there's no real time constraint, so they can do it in a month. They can take six months to do it, but they will be getting continual feedback. And, uh, you know, they, there is like the whole, you know, the feedback process as well. So definitely, please do reach out to me and uh, you get more details about, you know, how to go about getting the big award and, you know, really implementing best building prevention practice, whether it's in a school or it's at the university or if they're running a local sort of institution or, you know, you have to have a lot of homeschooling as well. Yeah. It, it, that can be applicable to parents, you know, for homeschooling too. Excellent, excellent. So, and then, because we're keeping with the education concept right now, you know, it's funny because there are, you, you see so many stories about kids that get bullied and they're like, I told my teacher, I told my principal, I told my counselor, I told all these people and nothing happens, you know, but it's sometimes when it gets, unfortunately, when it escalates and the child does hurt themselves or hurt other people because of it, it comes down to this idea of the school not wanting to be liable and not wanting to be held responsible for it. But my question for you is, I'm not even sure if you can answer this, but just your own general opinion, maybe. Why do you think that their schools are so hesitant to get involved and so hesitant to put things in action for these kids against bullying? Because at the end of the day, if they were to intervene, intervene or interfere with it, they could potentially be reducing their liability and be reducing the negative press that may come onto the school and so on and so forth. So why is there such a hesitation for schools to get involved and to want to be more active in stopping this bullying from happening when they get out of it? Well, there is, this is quite a loaded question. And, um, <laughs> it is, I'm sorry. No, 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 that's absolutely fine because this is a major problem. And I have to say, the support for bullying prevention, even though every school has its law, they do have something put into place through the school counselors, inviting organizations, compared to support across Europe, the UK, Australia, it's very poor. Mm. Really, really poor. Schools are, they are so uh, overburdened, they are, so, they are more goal oriented about attendance, SATs, they have so much more of these that they're so distracted about, you know, getting the high school attendance and things that this really isn't given as much attention. Yeah. It's not given like the right kind of, I would say, attention or real level of seriousness. And this is why there's a problem where young people, they'll say, oh, there's no point in telling, or, you know, we don't need this, we don't need that. But in all honesty, they want the support, they want it to stop. And ultimately, ultimately, it's because there is nothing within the school curriculum. Yeah. And this is every every academic I've met in this country who deals with bullying prevention, whether we disagree with what is bullying, what constitutes bullying, is it just a sexual harassment or if it's bullying, is this bullying or not, we all agree that bullying prevention, whether it's kindness, friendship, has got to be on a long-term basis, it's got to be part of the curriculum. So you have science, you have math, you have English, you have something of bullying prevention, friendship. Yeah. Now, in the UK, they actually implement a lot. They, they, they have a pastoral uh, care. They have a variety of different names and terminologies, but there is something that is ongoing. And it's like I say, I would I'm giving you know, presentations, conference or school presentations, I would like give the reference back to, you know, the, the fitness you know, sport and so forth. It's, it's, a, it's a worldwide phenomenon. There's not no place in the world you can't go with it. Nobody's not heard of the yeah. And that's because it's continually promoted, promoted, literally shoved in your face. And finally, everybody knows what Zumba is. It's the same kind of thing. 
you know, they have to, the administration, they have to take that, this, this actual aspect seriously. And I would believe that young people would be more motivated to actually, you know, um, relate problems to the friends, get in touch with the teacher. There's a variety of different kinds of preventative measures that they need to do. A lot of schools have the intervention measures, which is something once the bullying incident has, you know, has happened, where there's been a fight or something's been reported, then, you know, they've got, they will, they will have certain measures, whether it's expulsion, and sorry, suspension, mm-hmm. or, you know, they will, um, they have, you know, mediation. They need to have this kind of curriculum, so to, you know, to teach young children about respect, tolerance, and, um, you know, although maintaining that social positive ethos in the school environment to actually prevent it from happening. Yeah. So this is something where my third book that I, I actually can publish this year um, is something I'm trying to develop as more, you know, a nicer sort of indirect way of bringing young people together. I'm actually a dancer. I, once I, um, you know, completed my PhD, I was still in the UK after Christmas, I moved back here. I was introduced to the BOCA program, which has now, you know, gone completely global. They launched in the UK. And it's taken from the South Africa's um, creators, a South African background was about uh, moving in the, uh, from Kratos. And the program itself is all about moving in letters and digits mm-hmm. and it's sign language. You use the instructors use the hands sign language, which makes it so unique. They launched it in the UK and I just fell in love with it straight away. I learned about 80% of the, the dance level one steps within the first two hours. Mm-hmm. Then I spoke to them and said, why is it not on the East Coast and across, you know, um, on the West, on, on the East Coast? Well, it's been, it's been up to 2000. 2003. He wanted to basically uh, write really perfect it, but they did launch it in, in New York. As I, you know, I came back, I decided to get certified because I still need to be a professional dancer. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I, I felt I loved and helped. And because it is about the educational content, it's been so amazing. If you, you don't have to look, learn a structured choreography. It's a program that's basically applicable for everybody. And I've taught people both genders, all ages. Now, I got the opportunity University to develop a, a course curriculum for the fitness and exercise sports uh, department. Okay. And the, the previous chairperson was a BOCO instructor. As I, I got into that, it, not only did I, you know, my programs get approved, we first in the country to offer uh, three credits. I learned when teaching my students how I developed the curriculum. When they're doing the practical examinations, they work together teams and groups. And that whole level of interaction in the positive environment, and there is research that shows that group fitness does work, you know, cut down on antisocial behavior. Mm-hmm. So I I decided last summer, I decided to sit down and write a book, and I got it published. It's not very long. It's called, it's called Becoming Socially Fit, Use a Group Physical Fitness to Combat Bullying Behavior. And I've taken the BOCO program because of the way it's structured. It's something that can be, it can be applied in all schools or in the it's something so simple that kids can do. It's such a, it's not a feminine program like Zumba, you have more women, it's not a masculine yeah. program. I call it a unisex program, but it's something so different. It's, you know, broadcasted and advertised properly and it gets you physically fit. It's such a fun and engaging thing. And the number one thing about this key success to book is the music. It's out of this world. I mean, I, I have the playlist in my car. I teach two programs. One is Bollyx, which is a dance, um, dance fitness program inspired by the, uh, the Bollywood film industry. And then this vocal, which I'm just like crazy about. So I realized the science behind it and the way I've developed my program from different ages, what dance levels, what steps you can use as a suggestive guide, you know, what remix steps you can use. It's all about adding up, it's just about getting to moving and how they can get your people 
to work together. And through this, it's really just training, you know, the teachers, the academics, and, you know, and also you know, people about when you get to know one another, that's when 90% of the stereotypes and stereotypes are dropped because half the time we have a negative perception about people or kids bully other people because they just don't know. They don't know that. They don't know what their problem is or certain yep. issues. So this really is, it's offering a unique, um, and something different to schools. And I've spoken to a number of school counselors who are saying that kids just roll up their eyes and they just want to try and find ways that the kids can actually just be nice to one another. <laughs> so that was my main reason. And yes, as a fitness, you know, fitness professional teaching at a university, I know that something that works and because it's a non-competitive environment you know you're not yeah. doing you know soccer you're not doing basketball or baseball where actually that created a bullying incident if one team member lets you down this is all about you know it's about your state of mind working together you know you don't you're not like there's no self-consciousness there's no right or wrong way of doing about it and it's the fact that they become so many instructors themselves so that is one really unique way of helping schools to you know, include in, you know, during, you know, uh, gym time. And I'm yeah. going back to a school school in London and I want to actually launch for the first time my book against bullying. So I developed that program myself. Okay. So, well, you know, we're going to take our second quick break of the show. Before we do that, though, I think, you know, folks may want to take some or look at some information on, you know, Bali X and Bakwa. So why don't you give them, if you if you can, I don't know if you know the websites or anything, but why don't you give the websites where they can check those things out and maybe your book as well if they're interested in, in picking up that. And then we're going to take a quick break. Absolutely. Okay. The official website for Bokwa is www.bokwafitness.com. Bolly S is www.bolly, B-O-L-L-Y, X.com, so bollyx.com. And my book, Becoming Socially Fit, Using Group Physical Fitness as to Combat Bullying Behavior, that's available on Amazon. Great. On all the Amazon sites, so from the UK through Europe as well as the US as well. And I've had a few people who bought it and really enjoyed it as well. So yes, I would really, really love people just to pick up on this idea, email me, inbox me any questions and how they can, especially if adults or youth workers in a community, they want to do something different for the schools, you know, they can, you know, work on this, you know, this broken program and how they can maybe go about getting certified and implementing um, my, my program into their community. Sounds cool. Sounds good. And folks, uh, of course, I'm going to get all of this information on our website and on our, or on our social media at the end of the show. So if you miss any of Cyrus' information, please make sure that you are checking out WJMS Radio on Facebook and you'll the information will be up there later on after the show clears. Um, and also, when we come back on the other side of the break, we did promise you guys some information on this December 8th event. So we're going to take the last segment of the show here and we're going to talk about the Action Against Bullying event happening in New York City on December 8th. Um, what you guys can expect, what's going to be happening, and also just a little bit more information about what might be coming up on the horizon for you, doctor, and also any other endeavors that you may be involved in. So we're going to hit that in a little bit more. Everybody stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Love yours. Love yours. No such thing. 
No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast, letting him know that he alive. Fake victims, mad snakes, snakes in the grass, letting him know that he arrived. Don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struggle. Struggle. Goes for all y'all. It's beauty in the struggle. Struggle. Let me explain. Yeah. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal of distress. I grew up in the city and know sometimes we had less. Compared to some of my down the block, man, we were blessed. And life can't be no fairy tale, no once upon a time. But I'd be right damned if a nigga don't be trying. So tell me, mama, please, why you be drinking all the time? Does all the pain he brought you still linger in your mind? Cause pain still lingers on mine. On the road to riches, listen, this is what you find. The good news is, you came a long way. The bad news is, you went the wrong way. Think being broke was better. Life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Think being broke was better. Life that's better than yours. No such thing. No For what's money without happiness? Or hard times without the people you love? Though I'm not sure what's about to happen next. I ask for strength from the Lord up above Cause I've been strong so far But I can feel my grip loosening Quick, do something before you lose it for good Get it back and use it for good And touch the people how you did like before I'm tired of living with demons Cause they always inviting more Think being broke was better Now I don't mean that phrase with no disrespect To all my out there living in debt Cash and minimal checks Turn on the TV, see a nigga Rolex And fantasize about a life with no stress I mean this shit sincerely And as in who was once in your shoes Living with nothing to lose I hope one day you hear me Always gonna be a bigger house somewhere But you will feel me Long as the people in that mother I'll flood you dearly Always gonna be a whip that's better than the one you got Always gonna be some clothes that's fresher than the ones you rock Always gonna be a Just better out there on the tours But you ain't never gonna be happy till you love yours no such thing as a life that's better than yours Love yours no such thing as a life that's better than yours Love yours no such thing as a life that's better than yours Love yours No such thing, no such thing Heart beating fast, letting him know that he alive Fake bitches, mad snakes, snakes in the grass Letting him know that he arrived Welcome back to Sound Off on WJMS Radio. If you are just joining us, you missed the better part of a great episode with Dr. Saira Karishi. She's the founder and president of Action Against Bullying, which is an organization that helps, you know, train teachers and guidance counselors and provide support to parents and young folks on bullying prevention. She's also uh, an accomplished speaker. She's a teacher. She's certified. She's got all these crazy things happening. She's absolutely amazing. And she's been giving us some wonderful information on how the Action Against Bullying uh, organization differs and how they're making a difference in the community around them. Uh, right before the break, I promised that we were going to talk about our Action Against Bullying event happening in New York City. Cannot wait. I'm so excited. WJMS is the official media partner for that. So we will be there streaming live for the entire event. So Dr. Syra, can you tell us a little bit about what to expect um, at this event and why New York City? You know, of all the places that you could host this event, why did you pick New York City to do it? Well, actually, this is something that you would have to speak a lot more to my partner, Sabi Khan, who I would say is the main person behind you know, the whole thing. Uh, Sabi Khan is actually, he's a, an international ed- uh, entertainment 
and I've been sort of connected with him. He's actually my media consultant for Action Against Bullying, so he does events up and down this country in the UK, and he has Action Against Bullying, you know, he's been promoting that there. And we decided to do an event, and for him, he believes that the main hub of, of the US is New York City, and, you know, I live in New Jersey, but I'm not too far from, there, from, from you know, New York City, and we've agreed that it's a good place to, to get something started. Um, as I said, with bullying, that really works well with so many different industries. You might know that sports, you know, the sports arena like soccer, football, they try to work against bullying. You have like a more dense racism. You've got sport, uh, you know, for music, like dance fitness I've just mentioned. Yep. Music is one of like the best, I would say, um, forums to try to create awareness. And, uh, you know, along with my collaborations with, uh, with Sabi Khan, you know, with Sabi Khan Entertainment, so I've interviewed a number of, um, of rappers who have all, you know, grown up in the industry and have faced their own issues of prejudice and bullying as well. So we decided about about a year ago, how could we try to keep this on a bigger level? So we decided, he decided, let's do an event, you know, go to do it in New York City. And, you know, he has a good um, an association with the King Assassin, who, who actually takes this, this particular social issue very much to heart. So we thought he would be the best person Great. to come and actually, you know, and perform there. Action Against Bullying with Sabicon Entertainment is hosting, it is it is their event. I will be doing speeches and uh, we we're going to be introducing a number of like young, uh, you know, live acts as well. So there'll be some, uh, you know, current uh, artists as well as some new acts as well. And uh, basically it's going to be a whole, you know, awareness of through bullying, through being kindness, through the music. So again, you have when I was talking the last segment about becoming socially fit, you know, try to teach harmony and respect and tolerance through, you know, dancing fitness this is going to be done through music and this is hopefully going to be start of like you know more events you know of raising awareness against bullying through music through these kind of events great i can't wait i'm so excited like when when uh, sabi reached out to me i was i was beside myself like oh my goodness this sounds like an amazing event i'm super excited so we can't wait to be there uh, it's going to be great to meet you in person and and see uh See you and both DJ King Assassin in person. So definitely going to do a photo shoot with you guys. I think it's going to be wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> um, Thank you so much. Well, we, we are disappointed that we can't make it to yeah. you. going to be you know, there with us in spirit. <laughs> and, you know, this is something I'm very excited about. It's, you know, as an educator, I mean, I go to so many different kind of anti-bullying events. And it's a lot more based with schools and, you know, more curriculum based. But this is something that's very different. And we want to move. We want to make this something on hopefully a more a regular basis. Because mm-hmm. I believe that music, music reaches out to people, whether they're into rap, whether it's R&B, hip hop, regular pop. You know, the message that comes across to music is so power, you know, empowering. It's, it's unbelievable. Some people's lives are changed through different rap artists who I've interviewed. Their lives have been changed through the music of certain artists what messages have displayed. So what better way to get out and create, you know, a more social, you know, a positive environment is through music. Yes, definitely, 100%. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So, folks, you can get tickets to the event on Eventbrite. The link is also in our social media as well. We've been posting uh, the flyer and stuff like that. So make sure you check out our page and the information is up. Grab your tickets. I also have a few tickets to give away for free. So if you are interested in those, please inbox me and I will let you know how you can win or how you can get them. Um, Also, I want to take a second, too, because, you know, Action Against Bullying is an amazing organization. They do a lot of wonderful things. But I want to give you, Dr. Syra, a chance to talk about anything else that you may have going on, like any other, you know, projects and things that you're spearheading or just anything else that you want to bring to the attention of the audience while you have the opportunity. Well, 
really essentially I am uh, in the you know in the process of promoting my book. I'm, I'm getting into more schools, yeah. uh, you know, as well as having small radio interviews. I'm also hopefully going to be having my own uh, radio show, which really is called Doctor Q Talks Back. Uh, Doctor Q is actually my professional name, and uh, this is really uh, it's my own show on current social issues. You know all aspects of bullying, so it, it's going to be targeting from cyberbullying, from domestic violence through to, you know, suicide through to even trafficking, all different pervasive social, uh, you know, issues that really do come under that huge umbrella of bullying. And there's something that we didn't mention at the start of this topic about what is bullying or all the definition, and it's anything where there's that intention to harm. So this is where, when I mentioned that I have, you know, we have conflicts with different academics about what is bullying, what isn't. Yeah. And I just believe that whether it's there is that intention to actually go out and harm this person or a group of people, that is what can be constituted as, bull- uh, constituted as bullying. So these are the up and coming, you know, projects that Action Against Bullying is getting involved with, as well as, you know, doing further promotion of big, you know, these are the up and coming projects that uh, we're Actually, that's what he is working on right now. Wonderful. Okay, so uh, we're getting ready to close the show out here. I want to give you an opportunity to one more time shout out your contact information and, of course, where people can purchase your books and things like that and get a hold of you if they want to discuss this conversation with you more or just, you know, be following you and, and kind of keep a, keep an eye on your journey and, and what you have going on. So why don't you give your contact information to everybody? Thank you so much. Okay. Major site is my website, www.actionagainstbullying.org. Over there, you can connect with all social media pages uh, from LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. You can also sign up for free to my, to my newsletters. All you need to enter is your email address. And you can also click on the link for my books. I have uh, two copies of uh, my, my main book, which is uh, Bullying and British Bullying in Schools, What Are We Missing? And then Becoming Social Fit. Uh, all those books are available on Amazon, but Bullying and British Bullying in Schools, What Are We Missing? is also available on Barnes & Noble, but as well as uh, Exlibris. But everything is available on Amazon. I can be followed on Twitter at Dr. Dr. Syra Qureshi, uh, Facebook, Action Against Bullying, and also LinkedIn, Syra Qureshi. But again, everything is available on the website, www.actionagainstbullying.org. Email me, Syra, S-A-I-R-A-H, at actionagainstbullying.org. All right. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being with me this afternoon. It's been absolutely wonderful. And thank you for all the great work that you're doing in the community to try and fix the issues that we have with bullying. I'm just I'm really, really excited that organizations like yours exist because too often these conversations don't get had and too often organizations like yours don't get the support and the resources that they need. So hopefully this broadcast today will reach somebody who can help you further and and reach more of your goals. So I, I definitely appreciate everything that you're doing. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Thank you so much, Dave, Jamie. I've, I really enjoyed the whole uh, process. Yes, definitely. And I'm looking forward to meeting you on December 8th. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So, folks, I'll be back again with a brand new episode of Sound Off next week. Make sure you are locked into our social media at WJMS Radio. You can check out our social media page. It's at WJMS Sound Off. If you want more information on Dr. Syra today or any of the information that you may have missed today, please make sure you check that out. Uh, for the folks that behind the scenes that help make Sound Off and WJMS possible, thank you so much to our sponsors. We appreciate you as well. Make sure you check out our page. We have so much new stuff going on, sponsorships and you know, content and all kinds of things. So all these new things are happening. Make sure you're not missing out on anything. I appreciate everybody tuning in. I'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. Until then, everybody stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you next time. One of these mornings. One of these mornings. 
Thanks for listening. Tune in 24-7 at WJMSRadio.com.